And we're live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And this is the No Rhyme Reason Podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason. What's good, people? It's your boy Chris Gray. And it's your homeboy Lupe TJ. And this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast where we talk about everything. Everything, including Lupe Fiasco, for no reason at all. <laughs> we back! Yeah. With another No Rhyme or Review of Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. His, uh, it's almost like. Yeah. We've done this before. It's almost like we dedicated this channel to Lupe Fiasco. We are uh, in the Lou Minati. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, everybody that is listening, thank you for uh, for tuning in. And uh, everybody that is watching, thank you for watching this video. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash uh, no Rhyme or Reason podcast and make sure to listen to us everywhere where podcasts can be heard um, specifically on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts at the moment mm-hmm. so um, those are the most accessible ways to listen to this to this show but uh, <laughs> we're not judging you if you listen somewhere else that's not that's not where, where yeah. we are we have no 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 nothing against the deezers yeah so we're gonna get into this we're gonna watch a new video uh it's called channel number three by lupe fiasco for some reason we always do lupe fiasco content and so we're going to (laughs) enjoy this video if you're listening be sure to go watch on the youtube channel so you can uh, see what we're talking about uh but we'll break it down as a song for you you audio listeners and uh hopefully you can enjoy it that way so uh, Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> that was a part of the video, by We gotta get labels for your buttons. <laughs> no, I knew what I wanted to do. It was just too long. And I was like, nope, yeah. abort. Yeah, if my Nintendo could talk and the door was a jaw and the cartridge was a tongue, it'd say, come, you can't meet the final boss if you don't take a loss. So just know when to run or when to jump or just when to slide. Pause know for a second. Secrets are, know the- what do you think of so far? Like, it's pure, utter nostalgia. The video in and of itself uh, has all of the different older game systems. Mm-hmm. So it's just like taking me on a trip down memory lane, even though I never had a Commodore or whatever. What do you notice so far? Like, um, you gotta be descriptive. <clears throat> so it's in one of the, uh, would you say pastel colorings? Uh, not that descriptive. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Maybe, maybe I should. 
give you examples. Sorry, lead, 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 so lead me see, to the water. We see a young black boy in the middle of the room, yeah. hunched over his gaming system, and he's surrounded by two larger computer-based kind of screen wide systems. Some, that's that's what that's oh, what he's oh, oh, he's oh. into. Yeah, some some M DOS. I'm just yeah, just kind of painting the picture with some uh, you know. Oregon Trail. <laughs> oh my god! I can't breathe. I just lost literally all the air in my brain. It's, I am lightheaded. It's giving some some Super NES Duck Hunt <sighs> vibes right now. Let's go. Where the treasure hides, pleasure televised, computer terrorized, but I got the cheat code, so I will never die. Got the video games, video games, silly old things I be playing in my mama house. Okay. Uh huh. So this has like a lot of the different controllers, and they're uh, plastered upon the wall behind this little kid. Um, and I think they're like artistic variations of the real controllers in a certain way, uh, maybe for copyright issues or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like they're kind of hyperbolized yeah. versions of controllers. Yeah, and I, I think that's really dope. They're about the size of this kid's, well, bigger than this kid's head. It's like, yeah. you know, full on like you're gonna like the drone controllers. Yes, they're that's they're, the perfect they're that they're that size. Um, hold on, for you go on. We're starting into the hook. Um, did you take anything from the first verse, or did you just kind of just enjoy it? I enjoyed it and just took it at face value of it's just about playing video games, and it's not like the Luminati Lupe Trail needs to show up here. It doesn't. Yeah, I was doing that for effect. Oh. <laughs> It's not good for the audio, but I was no. doing that for effect. Um, hold on. I keep stopping you from continuing. We need to talk about the hook because that's where we are. Right oh, now. yes. Here we are. How do you feel? I enjoy it a lot. I think it's very simplistic and brings me to the time of just sitting and playing video games, silly old things, and my mama house. Very literal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think one thing I take from it, and, and this is kind of like alluding to the to the first verse, um, Lupe didn't do these things at his dad's house. When he talks about his dad, he talks about martial arts, yeah. he talks about military, he talks about his, his siblings and their upbringing mm -hmm. and the structure in that house. I don't think at his, at his dad's house, he's playing video games for hours. At his mom's house, on the other hand, it seems like that was the place to go, like hang out, yeah. play games, and just kind of vibe out. So is that what you got it from it? <laughs> Agreeable, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, if we're going to make it through this podcast, I'm going to need we're oxygen. Gonna make it. Stop taking oxygen from me. Back to the song. 
Before we get into the second verse, what do you think about like the beat thus far? Um, I like uh, I like the beat. I like how um, lo-fi and nostalgic it is. It um, has a lot of air of uh, jazzier hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like, which is great for this video because. It feels like the 1990s, which we're going to get to a little bit later. If you if you stay on for the audio, we're going to get there. Um, it feels like summertime. Agreed. Genesis could sing, it'd be crowned the king of R&B, make me fall in love with the screen. RNG got me shedding blood for the fling. Controller 2, get inside the plug for the team. Need twice to help, cause it's quite hard. Stick a knife into my life bar, save it at the right part. So when- this second verse was almost trauma-inducing. How? <laughs> because when I think about certain games and their RNG, and that's just random stuff for the for the layman. What does that mean? Um, RNG. RNG is like so. If you're playing a game such as Mario and you're about to get to Bowser, there's this attack that he can do that is not the same every time. It's randomly generated, and so whether or not the RNG guys are smiling on you that day, it'll change every time you play. And mm. so thinking about that in the song and thinking about like trying to keep life bar and everything else, it just brings me back to RNG moments. Mm. How many RNG moments do you have? My worst RNG moment <laughs> is Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man is the bane of my existence for RNG because... Mm-hmm. That damn cut dude. Yeah, cut man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cut man. Everybody's name man in Mega Man. Or why did, why, like why didn't I? Why didn't I call him man? <laughs> it's not a dude. He's a man. <laughs> so, uh, cut man. Yes, sir. Deserves his his respect. Respect on that name. Cut man would throw out his cutters <laughs> all randomly, mm-hmm. and uh, that would that would be the end of me. And I I, I I I didn't learn till later on in life that you had to progress through Mega Man in a certain order. Yeah, in order to have the advantage over the boss. Mm. So you're wanting to know my most RNG moments or anything I'm thinking about? Yeah. Oh, it's always Pokemon moves. It is literally Pokemon moves, their accuracy, and like getting paralyzed at the worst time. And that's always going to (laughs) happen. Like, or getting poisoned in Viridian Forest. (laughs) Back in the days where they just let your Pokemon bleed out (laughs) and you had to go back to a Pokemon Center. Because they just, you know. Those were long walks. That's before the bike. Mm -hmm. That's before, like, pressing B to speed up. Mm -hmm. Those were long walks. And you be trying to be in that that forest just so you can get a Pikachu. Mm -hmm. And you can't get the Pikachu because, like, 
you're poisoned. And you're almost guaranteed to be poisoned at least once. Yep. Uh, like every single yeah. fight. Yeah. And oh, you're oh. gonna and you're gonna run out of antidote. Man. You're gonna like, run out of antidote, hands down. Always gonna run out of antidotes. Antidotes. And money. <laughs> antidotes. Antidotes. Money. <laughs> Pokeballs. Pokeballs. So you're just like you're just a broke boy <laughs> wandering through Viridian Forest. Dog. Getting <laughs> getting shot up by Weedles and shit. And the last RNG you catch or walk around and encounter before when you have nothing is the butterfree you've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that you wanted so you could poison stun and everything. It, so that that and just general trying to catch a specific Pokemon or a shiny, mm-hmm. that RNG hell is just tormenting. Yeah. But yeah. Let's keep Wayne resetting to the beginning, memorizing the maps, a collection of positions in my mind. Start flying, we running out of time. If we can reach the next checkpoint, we'll be fine. They say it's more fun out in the sunshine, but I ain't going outside, cause I got the video games, video games, silly old things I be playing in my mama house. In my mama house. I like how he handled the end of that second verse. I think it was masterful in its songwriting technique. It leads you back into the hook. Mm-hmm. And when you're like, when you're a songwriter, that should be happening almost every time when you want a song to stick. I'm terrible at that. How? Why? I okay. think I know when to like lead back to the hook. But majority of the time, I'd be so focused on the verse. I think verse, I think just ending it as dope as possible mm-hmm. versus structuring it to flow back into the chorus uh, can be a difficulty sometimes. Okay. So you're, you're a rapper. Indeed. Less of a songwriter. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I got the video games, video games, silly old things I be playing in my mama house. Yeah, in my mama house. Before the topographic magic and the PlayStation Nation, my dad had cabinets all in the basement. So going downstairs was like taking a vacation. A kid in the arcade, my daily situation. Oh, we used to have. Sure. Sounds like I'm wrong. Yeah, daddy had them things. But he had the cabinets. Wow. Like, do you know how like special that is to like have an arcade in your basement? Yeah. I know a few folks that like have some arcade stuff yeah. in, like in the backyard and just like you can go back there and just play arcade games every yeah. once in a while. That used to be it's my uh favorite place back home is when we had an arcade in our mall. I used to love going in there because that experience is so fun, which is why Dave and Bis- Dave and Bisters. <laughs> Whew, man, the Dave English language. Bister? Bister? Uh, Dave and Busters uh, and other places like that are such great places to go because they're just building up on the nostalgia of those arcades. Do you ever go to the arcade on 33rd? There was like a there was like a a corner store, and there was arcade on the side of it. I didn't. You never been there. I didn't. I oh didn't go. Oh my gosh! Because I didn't know it was fantastic, and it was so like I mean it was 
so hood that like yeah. they have to give you your candy in the in, in in the paper bag. Oh. And then they you know the spinny thing that um <laughs> The KFC had, yes. Where, oh, where they, <laughs> where they took your money, they spun the thing around so they can get your money, and then they put it in the thing, spun it back around so you can get get your get your item. It was that. It was that. Uh, locked up, <laughs> for, for lack of a better term. But there was an arcade there as well, and I never had enough quarters to go. I well, I have you ever gotten to go to an arcade with twenty dollars? No, because what is that? Uh, that uh, is five minutes. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and that's I. I would have never thought that until I, I went and played. That's not enough time. <laughs> not enough time. Floppy disk CDs was a major innovation. I remember Commodore 64, core tours going to the store to go to war. But wanting nothing like sitting on the floor, flipping up the door and slipping in the game and remembering the code and forgetting you was poor. GG's, my G's, West Side is logging out. One hand on YC, the other hand on my mouse playing video games. Video games, silly old things I be playing in my mama house. Yeah, that was uh, good old Lupe Fiasco and his song uh, Channel Number Three. That was that was enjoyable. I I I. It was like. A nice little, you know, kind of refreshing light snack, yeah, to say the least, of a song. What do you think? I enjoyed the song a lot. It was a good trip down nostalgia lane. And basically, if somebody wanted to know, what are you thinking as a kid? Uh, what are the purpose of games as you're playing them? This song, I think, illustrates that very well. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so, too. That. The ending had me thinking about a question. It's like, what was the first system that you had access to? NES. Was that mine? I actually don't really remember all that well which system I had. I do remember. I had a Sega first. Hey! And... The game that I have mm-hmm. is on my um, my Nintendo right now. My my Switch <laughs> is the Lion King. Wait, what? Speaking of RNG hells, that was the first game. Yeah, and I, oh, and I know what you feel, right? Like bruh. when you talk about RNG hell, like yeah, it was it was not an easy game to play for a, a kid that was like in. Uh, what what was I like second third grade somewhere around there? It's one of the hardest games, period. Yeah, it was incredibly difficult. I was new to like playing video games on a console. Mm-hmm. Like, I I gave up after like the first or second <laughs> level, quite honestly. You know, game design in those times was basically RNG like that to add more time to the game because a lot of those games you could beat in 30 minutes or an hour or something like that yeah that 
if you were the type of person that likes to cheat like Joe. <laughs> I'm not cheating. Mr. Mr. I have 99.9999 of weapons in Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom is meant for you to forge and look for items. Mm-hmm. If you have infinite items... What do you What do you do now? Hey, 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 I did so. I did a lot of foraging before I learned the easiest of the easiest glitches. I only used the ones that were incredibly easy. Biggity bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so now, what we wanted to do was uh, do a tier list of the '90s hits. Yeah. And by hits, we went to Billboard hits. And then we further differentiated because we wanted to narrow that down to what was in each year of the 90s, the longest running song on Billboard. Right. And rank those. Yeah. So for for example, for anybody that's not tracking, we took 1990 and we said, what was the top song on Billboard for that for that? Uh, for that year mm-hmm. we found it and so we're going to play it and then we're going to kind of discuss it and then we're going to rank it um, that playing portion can't be on YouTube obviously because of content ID um, so we're going to skip through the song if you want to hear the song go back to uh, us um, playing it through the audio version of the podcast and you can hear more of that discussion there. Uh, the discussion is going to be truncated on YouTube. So if you want to hear it in full, that's where you have to go. Um, are you ready for this? I'm going to I'm going to play it from Spotify. I'm going to make sure that we can actually get it before um, before I, I do that. Okay. Um, what do you expect out of this? Um, I expect to learn a lot about the radio listener. Mm. Because the 90s is, especially in hip-hop, is packed with so many classic albums uh-huh. that the masses in terms of like Billboard success, how many times do they actually match up with the classic album is what I want to see. Okay, so you're saying like, I want to figure out if the thing in my mind that's a, a classic for that year mm-hmm. Is actually what like got ranked. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see where you are with yeah. this. <laughs> see. <laughs> you know what I wondered the whole time. What? This this list isn't too surprising for me, but I wondered the whole time why is not why is summertime not on this. Look, man, and I, how do we? And this is a, a bigger conversation of how do we define success. Mm-hmm. So being oh. a Go ahead. Uh, Never mind. Go ahead. Being at the top of the billboard for a couple weeks, what did that ultimately kind of net? And I think it was very interesting, the songs that were at the top, and then seeing the transformation of the late 90s and how uh, you can see Diddy kind of changed a lot of things towards the end of everything. Word. So let's uh, let's start with the first one. In 1990, um, the top hit for eight weeks at number one was Expression by Salt and Pepper. We're going to play maybe about 
30 seconds to a minute of it, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and uh, pontificate and then rank. <laughs> So here's why I think this song was on the charts for eight weeks Mm -hmm. at number one. America Uh is real big on self-expression. Don't talk in code. What do you mean by that? Well, no, you want to identify yourself. You want to say, hey, I'm this person. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think that that to me is the biggest contributing factor is like this is that. Every person's all like, okay, yeah, got it. Nothing got controversial it. or anything. <laughs> I was like, What does that mean? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I sorry for making it seem coded. Uh, it's not coded at all. It's just you know, people like expressing themselves for lack of a better term. So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. These aren't the most memorable song. This isn't the most memorable song from Salt and Pepper. No. Right? Nope. Like, hands down, not the most memorable song from them. Obviously, people are going to be like, based off of this list that I have on, on, on Spotify, shoot, push it, what a man, let's mm-hmm. talk about sex. And none of your business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that these, these albums are later mm-hmm. in their career. But like, I would never expect this song to be on the list. Number one, I wasn't impressed by this expression. (laughs) (laughs) But today, would you be? I wouldn't have been impressed then. I think I might have been impressed at that point in time. Because it's so early in the 90s, it's like kind of pivotal to expression. And I keep going back to that, but there's something about that in terms of building hip hop now that we're 50 years or uh, edging on 50 years. And it's very early at that point. You're about to hit what? Maybe. uh, Let's see. No, you're, you're like seven years old, essentially. What do you mean? By 19, in 1990, hip-hop is seven years old. Oh, got it. So you're hitting like a, a new stride, a new kind of area to me for like the eight weeks. Of Wait what a minute, people in 1990, hip-hop is seven years old? Yeah, because today, 
right now, we're in 2023, it'd be 50. That's 73. What am I doing? Oh, my God. (laughs) I just showed y'all how bad at math I am. 17. Thank you. 17 years old. There's a seven there. Mm -hmm. I knew that much. Yeah, you got there. You're getting older. Eventually. Uh, Next one uh, is going to be something that uh, I'm not interested in is OPP. Well, where are we (laughs) ranking expressions? Oh, sorry. Uh, We didn't rank. That's right. Um, I'm going to rank it as... um, Okay. I will agree. And that's me being nice because I like salt and pepper. <laughs> next is next is OPP. Yeah, that's what I'm not interested in. <sighs> Let's do this. It's OPP. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Am I even playing it? Oh. There we go. I didn't know this intro was so long. I didn't even OPP, how can I explain it? I take it frame by frame it. To have y'all on jumping, shower saying it. Oh, it's for other P, it's for people scratch a temple. The last P, well, that's not that simple. Huh. It's sort of like a well, another way to call a cat a kid. It's five little letters that are missing. Yeah, you get it on occasion if the other party isn't gaming. It seems I gotta start the explaining. Fuss it. You ever had a girl that met her on a nice hello? They get her name and number, then let fill her in my low. You get home way today, she's what you want. Tretch is that dude. Yo. Tretch don't get enough credit. Jers. Tretch don't get enough credit for how he can like, like handle the bars. Also, to be so uh, PC, if you will, about explaining OPV in that lyrical way that he's going about it is so dope. And it doesn't lose impact because you know he's alluding to something. Yeah. And therefore, it it just it I, I love it. I he love makes it expression. he he makes it very very palatable. Yes. And I I, I don't think that <laughs> even though for that time yeah because I remember when this came out that that was super offensive mm-hmm. in general even with him like kind of making it kind of PG thirteen. Yeah, but like. Nowadays, we would say that, but that's just crazy to me how how well he did it. Yeah, I consider um, that classic. By the way, yeah. So where 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 are you at with OPP? Classic. Mm, sorry, had to pull a U and uh, <laughs> <laughs> conceal the burp. Uh, Transform is J. It's also yeah. <laughs> Robots in disguise. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to rank this OPP as a classic. Um, Naughty by Nature is probably one of the first hip hop groups that I've seen live. Hey! Yep. That is dope. Were you at that Juneteenth? I was not. Okay. I don't think I ever made an actual Juneteenth celebration. Really? Yeah, it was one of those 
my mom felt my safety, and I was like, "But my friends." It was. It was super I, tame. Listen, I also know that I would have been safe. I have a lot more friends than what she knows. It was. It was tame. It was tame. So. Here we go. Next one up is going to be one of my favorite groups as a kid. Um, and I mean, come on. <laughs> I remember Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, wanting to go to Ninja Turtles Live. Mm-hmm. And this song was super popular at that time. So we got Jump by Crisscross. We're going to listen to it. It spent five weeks on the uh, billboard uh, at number one. And so we're, yeah, we're going to check it out. Lego. Anytime today now. Really? Really? Really, Spotify? Okay. Uh huh. First off, shout out to our elementary school music teacher who would play this song as uh, our little exercise section. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Ms. Rest in peace, Ms. Z. Ms. Um, oh, I do remember that. Yeah, so we would like. She was with it. She was with like, bro. We had we got to dance to uh, "Jump" by Crisscross. We also got to dance to the Men in Black song, Macarena, and Macarena. Like, and these were all like little fun things we got to do. Um, and this song was pivotal to our exercise and just the general experience of like getting out this energy which this song has. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, this is just one of those songs that I think I get it. Yeah. And it was a, what, what would you call it? Like a, uh, not a gimmick at the time, but kind of a gimmick in terms of crisscross the kids. Like, and the backwards clothes. And, yeah. And like kid. Trendsetter. Uh, well, not no, a gimmick, I, I, trendsetter. No, shout out to Jermaine Dupree, who yeah. basically shows up twice on this, on this list, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, Jermaine Dupree put together, he's, he's a, he is known for uh, like launching careers by by kind of taking the Jackson Five model, yeah, and seeing little kids that are prolific and uh, good at what they do and turning them into into stars. Yeah. That's that's a that's a, a J, uh, JD type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's it's classic for me because. Of, if nothing else, nostalgia. I <laughs> we didn't read our rules. <laughs> we didn't read our rules. It's hard to to enforce the rules, though. 
in this, this time in this hard. in this particular case, yeah. it's hard to enforce the rules simply because um, our fifth rule of doing these tier lists is that nostalgia doesn't count. And now, Mister Nostalgia Gray gets to sit in all of his nostalgia-ness <laughs> and I can't say anything about it because this whole list is nostalgic. Yep. But I don't want to rank everything as classic. That's too easy. So compared to OPP and compared to Expression, where are you going to rank this? <laughs> uh, comparatively between the two, I, I probably then just have to go with Amazing. Um, Cause OPP in terms of like the orchestration, and, but that beat, man, the beat to jump, yeah, like that. That's really hard because I, I I do still think it's classic just for the beat alone. Mm. Because that beat is like one of those iconic, like you hear the West Coast in it, and they and this is Atlanta. Yeah, you hear the. Um, the yeah, yeah. So um, it's probably a funk sample. Um, Agree. Let's let's go with amazing. Okay. Let's not beat around the bush. Jump around the bush. <laughs> that was wickedy wickedy whack, man. <laughs> Stop hating on my jokes. <laughs> Can't be a joke hater around here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Next up, um, nineteen ninety three. We're going to jump to like one of my favorite years in my life. Yeah. I don't know why 93 stands out, but it stands out for me. Oh, seems like you got a little nostalgia on your heart. <sighs> no, mm. no, mm. no. Mm. I can rank songs and be mm. objective. Mm. You, you're all emo <laughs> with your rankings and stuff. Well, just, you know, cut my I'm thinking 93 because that's our first year of school. That's all I care about. Yeah, just, you know, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Emo, anyone? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Chester. Um, Whoa, that- Papa Roach, sir. I'm I'm just saying, like the whole like oh, Lincoln okay. Park, Papa Roach, the yeah. n- the the LimeWire age, oh where you turn on a where you download something and then. I think I just gave my computer gonorrhea thinking about LimeWire. Jeez. Anyway, 1993, Shoop, uh, Salt and Pepper. So we're back at Salt and Pepper again, which is great. Hopefully, at this is their number one song at, uh, overall on Spotify. So let's go ahead and uh, play a little bit and and see where we rank it. Oh, how you doing, baby? No, not you. you. The bow-legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Damn, baby. That sounds sexy. Uh, here I go, here I go, here I go again, uh, girls. Yeah. What's my weakness? Yeah. Okay, then chillin', chillin', mindin' my business. Word. You saw I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stand, my knees my wit. You must be stopped. Going over something kinda uh, wicked, wicked. Had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the ditches. I hope no, that don't make me see what I want. Slip, slide to it swiftly. Felt it in my hips, so I dip back. Okay. Bruh. 
That was much better than expression. I agree. Hands down. But at this point, they're in a groove. For lack of a better term. <laughs> You're always giving them a benefit of the doubt. True, but um Is that is that is that your new name? Benefit of the debt. Ben- no, no. Benefit of the gray? No. Gray no. of the benefit? No. Dowdy S Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um No. But uh Shoop just has that classic feel and that okay. Now we're taking lyricism to that next step, which is the cadence changes that are unique to the different artists, the different groups um, that accentuate what it is that they're doing with the songs. And Shoop really shows that in terms of the storytelling aspect uh, that they're going through about it. So what you're saying is they got better at songwriting. Yes. Basically. Yes. And they became better rappers. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, hands down, compared to expression, Shoop is like, I don't, I don't understand why expression is on the list. And if I were to compare it to Shoop, I would actually rank it a little bit lower as like maybe trash or why. But uh, let's figure out where... Tough crowd. I'm not. What? This is what we're here for. True. I will say honestly, it is the lightest nice. song out of everything from this list. It is the lightest. 100%. What do you mean by lightest? It's the one that I think is the most, like you said, it's closer to why. Um, it's closer to kind of like comparatively to other things. It's not as timeless. It's definitely not timeless to me. I think it was just a moment of. This is so different from other things that we've You're heard. You're talking about expression. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but Shoop is, for me, I, I don't want to just cop out, but it is a classic. I'm going to say, comparatively, Shoop is pretty good. Ooh. You think it's not as good as Jump and not as good as OPP? That's right. Okay. We can we can shoot that median. I will go. Okay. Good. Let's split the difference. I will go with good. Okay. All right. Well, then that, that sounds like the well, I'm not the expert in this in this situation, but um it sounds like we're kind of using our rules. Do you I'm I want to read them because we should we should have read them at the top, but I want to. I, I definitely want to go back and and, and look at them. I'll, I'm, I'm pulling them up right now, so you don't have to search for it. I got it. You got it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's both of us must agree on the ranking. Uh, we default to the expert in a disagreement. There are no experts here. The song length doesn't matter. Skits are included. Sales and awards don't matter. And get your nostalgia out of this, which we can't really do because this is a '90s. Hip hop list. So. Uh, and technically, the quote unquote sales is also kind of out of this because we are talking about it being at um, the top of the Billboard charts for the longest amount of time. To kind of, uh, yeah, we're talking about spins. Yeah, not we're not talking about sales or awards. Okay. Um, so the next one up is 1994, Funkified by the brat and uh so jd here here he is again jermaine dupree um 
taking a young talent, uh, Brat being a, a, a protege and um, making a, a hit out of it. So I'm going to play a little bit of Functified and then we're going to check this out. This was actually one of my favorite records as a kid. Oh, jeez. I didn't I didn't mean to do that. From this nigga named Jay and his newfound friend I'm hitting switches like Eric on the solo creek for your G It's the B-R-A-T Putting a dip in your hip from right to left It's that ghetto-ass bitch and I'm so, so deaf Nigga, that's my clique Nigga, that's who I rose with And we kick nothing but the fat shit Them calls me the funkified, funkalistic, vocalistic with the real shit We got the shit you can't fuck with Because we're so funkified we make it move from side to side Well it's the T-H, the E-T-T-O Nigga, Brett and J-D Coming like that, big baby So lay back and listen as I catch up on my pimp And then freak this duet just like Ashford and Simpson Wow, that was a long verse um, But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't longer than normal What are your, what are your thoughts? That song is so dope, man <laughs> Like... There's something so cool about these 90s songs and what was at the top. Would Why, you say it's nostalgic? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> For once, no. Thank For you. once, no. Um, this time, it's more about the lyricism in each of these songs. Like, you can make more arguments and debates about what was the best song of each year in the 90s. But there's no argument to me in regards to all that we've listened to and the lyrical quality of it. Yeah. Uh, Shoop is just, you know, it's an amazing, or not Shoop, Functified. Yeah. Is an amazing song and an amazing expression of like that back and forth 90s flow that uh, JD is really good at producing. Yeah, so I think this is, for for me, Functified was an introduction to to the brat, mm-hmm. and not only was the brat just like very good at putting words together and making sure that they got like she she executed mm-hmm. on that on those lyrics and on that flow. She was good at writing the beat. I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. By the way, uh, congratulations to Brat and her wife. They um, just had a little baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them. What do you like? Talk about writing. Mm-hmm. What do you like? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> where are you gonna rank Functified? I'm gonna try again to shoot this shot. Classic. Get out of my house. <laughs> I'm shooting a shot, man. Come on. 
Come on, son. Man, oh my gosh, why are you doing this? Come on, son. Come on, son. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You're done, son. Like explain to me why it's not classic, B. It's going in amazing. Okay. I don't find it better than OPP. Okay. It is a rider. You can chill. Mm-hmm. You're in the. You're in the like. You're in the in the car. Ooh. Just at the cookout. Lean back. And just cruising. But. I, you could put this on at the cookout, but you have to follow it like with uh, something from Doggy Style. Like <laughs> uh, that, uh, that's my DJ brain right now. But like for Functified, I would I would say it's just amazing mm-hmm. because it's not as impactful as OPP for the for the sake of like cutting through in that in that regards. Well, we're gonna put this in amazing. Bueno. All right, so next up, uh, this is hard to do to kind of explain and then like kind of cue up <laughs> the next one. So the next one, 1995, we're going to roll on to Gangsta's Paradise. Have you ever seen Coolio Live? I have not. He did perform in Little Rock. Rest in peace to Coolio, by the way. Um, uh, a few years back, I think it was around the time that I did the MGK show. Mm. Uh, around that time, um, he came back and into town and and did a performance and I I missed it and I'm kind of kind of sad that I missed it that that means that I never got a chance to see Coolio perform. Um I I have a funny story about this song. Yeah. So the music video um is featuring LV. And LV is a chunky dark-skinned black guy and I I'm giving you these attributes for a reason who wears some shades. Now these shades are very reminiscent of uh, a young rapper that I believe died in '94, <laughs> and so <laughs> there was a long amount of time that I was confused about um, whether or not someone was alive. <laughs> So, <laughs> just say it. Okay. What did you think? I thought it was Biggie singing in the video. <laughs> and I was very confused when I would listen to this song and, and watch the video or whatever. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'll let you guys know, man. Here it is Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> what you gonna play now? Wow, this is the second time that it's like it's done that to me. Like I try to play one song and it's playing something totally different. I don't understand what Spotify is doing right now, but it's 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 about to it's about to mess me up. Anyway, here we go, Gangsta's Paradise, for the one time.
you don't play violin. The valley of the shadow of I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta low. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of cheater little homies wanna be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light. So, uh, where you at with this? This song is very impactful on a lot of different levels. So on one, on a societal level, in terms of expressing uh, the environment that we lived in. Um, two, for having the expression that Coolio had. Um, I think that the gangster rap that he came with was so unique to him that we kind of undersell him because of all of the, the silly things that happen later on in life. But it's just amazing. And third, the musicality of this song is just so great. I'm going to say this and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to pause for a break, though. Okay. I don't know that. I'm into this song more than I am to the the hook. Not even the first verse. Nah, really. Nah. I used to think that would like be a favorite calling spot of being like. Even my mama says that my mind is gone. Um, well, that one part. But no, that's what I'm I'm saying. Like, the rest of it is like just kind of average in your mind. Yeah. Do you think that that is because this was tied to Dangerous Minds? No, I don't care about that. Okay. Well, you would be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. You, you would be the one person yeah. that's like the promotion of movies. Because this is also during the time where soundtracks to movies meant something. And the song sold the movie more so than trailers and, and other aspects. Yeah, 100%. And it, it, it could be... Like impactful for the movie, impactful mm-hmm. for the movie goers, impactful as a song by itself. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that his verse was not good. Hmm. The verse wasn't very. It, if I were to compare it to the other verses on this on this list, mm-hmm. and let's say we're just talking talking first verses, mm-hmm. it is not better. It's on the same level of the verse from expression. I'm not doing that. I'm now, doing that. Nah, I ain't doing that. Now look, I can argue the good is <laughs> as low as I'm gonna go. Because like I ain't nah 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 nah. I'm I'm telling you, it is it is the same level as the verse from expression. I guess maybe I'm judging this too hard to Coolio as a as a whole, but this is like the realest song to me. Out of his catalog. I don't care how well the story is told. I'm telling you that this verse is garbage. 
yeah. I the just verse disagree. is not good. I just disagree. The verse is not great. It's not a great verse. I will only I will argue the good. I disagree and I will argue the good. Like it I, might not have changed like a lot, but it definitely ain't an okay song. It's I'm not I'm that. not I don't care about the song. I'm talking about the verse. The well, verse no, 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 is no, just the verse not good. I'm saying I don't I don't think the it, song yeah. ranks much higher okay. than the verse. You're stuck on me <laughs> ranking <laughs> ranking the first verse. Okay. And I'm just telling you, like, that first verse isn't like I I anticipated when mm-hmm. I would press play that I would be brought back into it. And mm-hmm. I wasn't brought back into it until the hook. I was brought back into it, which is what impressed me more because I'm like, I wouldn't say to myself, Oh, I remember Coolio lyrics. That's my point. But this one I do. Well, uh, so you remember the nugget. <laughs> no, I remember like majority of it. Like even if it wasn't something that I like obsessed about, like, no, it's not like a Lupe reciting verse. Um, but but that's also my point is like it's 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 that it's that that essence of a amazing verse that isn't really there. It's a very I would say it's better than it's better than trash verse. It's an average verse. Let me let me let me I, 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 let me I, I, walk I, I, it back I, I, a little bit. To me, so, this is like his Lynn sanity in terms of like Jeremy Lynn on the New York Knicks had about ten games where he was going crazy. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's it's insane." This to me is Coolio going insane going Lynn sanity mode for me because everything else is kind of like I wouldn't even argue this if I felt like other Coolio raps were on this level and maybe it's just him uh, being better than himself I'm not there where's your ranking I got good I'm also at good I I thought we were being a different place no so why are we, why are we? I think it was just wondering where that verse was gonna like take the song. That's more so where I was arguing. Is like no, it's not like the song here. is the song. Okay, I, like, I'm, I can compartmentalize. Okay, I'm just talking. I was just talking about that verse, not not why me. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and get to 1996. Okay, so. We're back. We are ready to head on to 1996. And this one is called No Time. Uh, it's Lil' Kim featuring Puff Daddy. <laughs> and um, Take that, take that, take that. And uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing because I know what I'm going to do <laughs> with this. I have the perfect uh, gif. Anyway, this is from uh, Lil' Kim's album Hardcore. Um, I don't know if you ever like kind of scrolled through that album, but I, I definitely remember it for its uh, for its cover, for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna play no time, and we're gonna figure out where this ranks. Let's go. I got. 
No time for fake niggas Just sip some crystal with these real niggas From east to west coast spread love niggas And while you niggas talk shit we count bank figures I got no time for fake niggas Just sip some crystal with these real niggas From east to west coast spread love niggas And while you niggas talk shit we count bank figures I got no time for fake niggas Just sip some crystal with these real niggas From east to west coast spread love niggas And while you niggas talk shit we Count bank figures. Let's go. Yeah, I'm Mama, Miss Usually rock the Prada, sometimes Gabbana. Stick you for your cream and your riches. Jaja Kabor, Demi Moore, Prince Diane, and all them rich bitches. Puff Daddy pumped the Hummer for the summer. I follow in the E class with the Gaga. 96 model, bad click on a stroll. Tell them how we go. Cruise control, nothing make a woman feel better. The Bavettas and I'm a Vettas, but the letters and mad cheddars. Chilling in the bins with my amigo. Uh-huh. Trying to stick a nigga for his case, so if you say so, then I'm the same chick that you wanna get with. Lick up in my twat, gotta hit the spot. If not, don't test the poom poom, nani nani, hanani dani. Are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? I don't know. Well, I feel like. Somebody's engineer did not like them. I. Okay. So, yes, I was thinking that. I was definitely thinking that. Because it's so airy in a way that is not bad boy like. It feels hazy. Yeah. It feels like rushed. It feels like. mm, Meh. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. like the whole thing put together, like the the it wasn't chopped well, it wasn't sequenced well. It's kind of like they went in and record, and then they did a little little bit of cleanup here, and then mm-hmm. just like pressed it. That's what it feels like for me. And hmm. um, and this verse has some um, iconic moments that you would remember. So if Lil' Kim performed this, people would definitely know know this record. It it stayed nine weeks on the charts. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Again, sex sells as well as controversy. And Lil' Kim, especially at the time, like you already talked about the cover. And we know what she is in regards to her lyrics, what the quotables are. And because it's so brash and and, and outspoken and um, so identifying to uh, femininity, I think I said that right, (laughs) it does great in that space. It's like a city girl track today. Is it? Mm -hmm. This? Mm -hmm. This? At that time. This? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is. This is pretty trash to me. Mm. Puff Daddy wasn't even Puff Daddy in on it. He did at the beginning, but he didn't. He didn't diddy enough on it. <laughs> he didn't diddle your ditties. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Negative. Uh I'll say it's okay. I feel the same way about this that I would about expressions, even though I like the flow a whole lot better because 
Kim has always had a flow. I like expression way better than this. Are you serious? Dead serious. <sighs> I, I don't know. I can't. I can't put Lil' Kim in the trash. I got. I got to go. Okay. There. There are other people I would argue for, but I can't. I can't put her in trash. I put it okay. Like, there's lots of other things that Lil' Kim is known for mm-hmm. that I would like happily say yes to. Even from this record. Even from this album. Yeah. I mean, it's not Sprite Can worthy, I understand. But, you know, if you know, you know. Yeah, so this record, Crush On You. Yo, I be buying bees, so all my girls be eyeing C's. Coming backstage, dying to get pleased. You got me, I rock the Versace and linen. You, you, like, you hear how much, like, how much the engineer liked them in they the session? They cared <laughs> on this song. I don't feel like they cared on No Time. How do you have, how do you have a number one record and you, like, seemingly, or the people in the studio seemingly don't give a damn? I don't I don't know how that I don't know how that happened. I gotta argue to okay. I gotta argue to okay. I got to. The flow is enough. If if the if we're giving Gangsta's Paradise chorus carrying it enough, the flow is enough to carry it to okay. Why are you the always why are you always the one that's arguing things up? I have to ask myself this question. Is it just uppy as gray or <laughs> Look, if it's up, then it's stuck. That's like the that's like the fifteenth nickname I'm giving you on this show. I'm starting to set a set a record here. You definitely set a record in this episode alone. Um, okay, I I I'll, I'll go where, where, where you you want to put it in trash. Is yes, that what you want to do. All right. Yes. Uh, yes. I released it. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Whew. We're going to stick with uh, Bad Boy and the Family now. <laughs> Move on to 1997. Rest in peace to Biggie. Um, we're looking for uh, Puff Daddy. Can't nobody hold me down. Oh, no. I got to. What? I thought you were going to finish it. But I, just, I was yeah. looking up something. You, I was doing mean, a little research. Meanwhile, meanwhile trying to do some, <laughs> some research. Uh, let's uh, listen for a, a quick minute, and then we're gonna come back. Now it's on on the hot track, melt like it's hot wax. Put it out, all the stores bet you can stop that. Leave a nigga with a hot hat, frontin' like bad boy ain't got tracks. Nigga, stop that. There's no guy slicker than this young fly nigga. Nickel nine liquor, floors you die quicker. This bedtime, out of town pop flipper. Turn Chris Dallas to a crooked eye slipper. Everybody wanna be 
fast, see the cash. Fuck around a weak staff, get a heat rash. Anything a bad boy, way we smash. 100 key stash, push a bulletproof heat class. I'm doing it being a player and a baller. Just want me one bad bitch so I can spoil her. Mace wanna be the one you respect. Even when your back rock Versace silks over still v neck Got green, never seen, so you suck my juice. Clutch my ooze, anything I touch, I bruise. Pup make his own law, nigga, fuck your rules. That's right. Good fellas, you know you can't touch your dude. Don't push us, cause we're uh. close to the edge. We're trying not to lose our heads. Ah. This song was one of the first songs that confused me in terms of where it came from. And so what I mean is, uh, we know that this is a sample of uh, Furious Five. You're the one doing research. <laughs> I was researching. Okay, so oh my gosh, here's here's what I was. Here's, <laughs> you gonna fail at wait, research? No, no. Here's what I was researching. <laughs> so earlier when we were listening to Gangsters Paradise, which is '94. Uh, oh my gosh, I was saying that I had thought that Biggie died then or hadn't died yet and no he hadn't died I just confused and thought Biggie was in that video mm-hmm. over because he did not pass till 97 so, so I, I had to correct myself it combines elements from a few few places mm-hmm. um, it does have um, a Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five okay Ooh, uh, <laughs> featuring Melly Mel <sighs> the message yes. um and it has a few a few other uh, interpolations as well. Uh, so like, can't touch because I'm close to the edge. You know that that yeah. part. Uh, so yeah. So for a very long time, I would have thought that <laughs> Grandmaster Flash got that from Diddy and them because it was my first time hearing it. Mm-hmm. And so sampling and, and the mechanics of sampling was not something I was as smart to at the time. I feel you. This brings us back to our Nas conversation, yeah. which everybody should go and watch and, and check out on <laughs> the YouTubes. YouTube.com forward slash No Rhyme or Reason podcast. Where would you put this record? Uh, I got it at Amazing. I don't really think it's one of the classic bad boy songs, which is also saying a lot hmm this is not a classic bad boy song not to me interesting um uh, execution wise I feel like they could have done a lot better Mm -hmm. because they did do better yep (laughs) so uh I'm I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with good yeah I can agree (laughs) word Uh, can't hold me down I'm sorry can't nobody hold me down is going to good next up and I'm not ready as always in this in this specific challenge we got ghetto cowboy have you ever heard this song nope I had no idea or at least I don't think I have we're about to find out if you have or not. So are you ready for this? I think so. Let's, let's, it's, it's from a compilation album, too. Or there is a compilation album for some reason. Oh, no. This is somebody's playlist. My bad. Um, 
Why is it on somebody's playlist? Anyway, um, I see a compilation album called Southern Scissorpin. <laughs> hey, number one. So there's more. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's more versions of Southern Scissorpin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's let's hear, hear this ghetto cowboy bone bone thugs in harmony. Um actually it's by Mo Thugs family featuring Bone Thugs, so <laughs> I was gonna do that before you. I I, I know, and, and you I, just wanted to sit in it for a little bit longer. Uh, um, why though? <laughs> uh, no disrespect. <clears throat> I'm gonna say that real quick. No disrespect. Bone Thugs you don't is an have iconic, to be nice. Uh, Bone Thugs and iconic group. For other things than this, this is why I don't. I, I it's slow. Let's get a let's get a palate cleanser really quick. I'm gonna give you a, a palate cleanser. Thank you. I feel much better now. Yeah. Why do I feel much better now? Such a better song. Where are you gonna rank Ghetto Cowboy? Why? Same. Why for me? You, why were y'all bumping this for how many? Eight weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Yes, too eight many. weeks. Y'all were saying this was the jam for y'all. This is eight weeks. Too like, many. Eight weeks, bro. Hold on. If this was on the charts for eight weeks, we have hope. Oh, we got all the hope in the world if this is on the chart for eight weeks. I want to know how. I, I, I'm going to have to do some more research on that because, like, it had to have been the only thing out for eight weeks. Like, eight weeks is a long time. Hip hop charts. Did it come out in the winter? <laughs> Bruh. Did it come out in November? Like, what, what, what happened? Um. So this last one, 1999. We're gonna make sure that we we, we party like it. Um, <laughs> this was surprising, was it? Uh, well, no, 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 no. Not like surprising because of the song, but more so 
because this is the first like hip hop song that's starting to hit that stride of really long amounts of times on the top of the charts. Mm hmm. Because uh, this was 18 weeks. Yeah. But we talking about a GOAT, so. So I would have thought, I would have thought something else would have been at the top of the charts. Maybe like Bombs Over Baghdad. But, I mean, we got to give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. We got Hot Boys mm-hmm. by Missy Elliott mm-hmm. featuring Eve, Nas, and... Q-tip And um, I, I, I can see why this song is, mm-hmm. is Is what it is And was there for so long So let's take a listen hey. Are you really a hot boy? Hot boy Oh, check me boy. What's your name? Cause I'm impressed Can you treat me good? I won't settle for less You a hot boy, hot boy. A rock boy A fun toy To a Glock boy Where you live? Is it by yourself? Can I move with you? Do you need some help? I cook boy I give you more I'm a fly girl And I like those Say what? Baby, you got what I I had to let that ride for a little bit. Man, Timbo. Timbaland. I don't understand why Tim. It, well, I guess... If this would have been like R&B. Oh, yeah. This would be a whole different conversation. Tim would have been on here a few, <laughs> probably few times. Do this. Oh, Tim would have been. Bruh, listen. Tim would have been on here a few times yeah. if this was, this was uh, 90s R&B. So, obviously, we know what we have to do. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. So, make sure you subscribe so you can get that video of uh, 90s R&B. Make sure you follow the podcast so so you can hear that in the future. Where are you gonna rank Amazing. High Boys? Period. Amazing. Period. No. I'm going classic. Oh, classic. Excuse me. I forgot that was an option. Classic. I'm giving you an upgrade. Thank you. <laughs> Give me an upgrade. TJ. <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> um, but that is not my nature to upgrade. Classic all the way. Classic features. Great feature from Nas. Great feature from Eve. Uh, great bars from Q-Tip. It was capitalizing on. Um, the cash money hot boy moniker. Right, right, 100%. And I think that was dope because that was a nod to them. By the way, if y'all haven't seen Juvenile perform on Tiny Desk, y'all gotta go see What that. are you doing if yeah. you haven't? Go watch that. Uh, but it is so dope as a nod to that and it's one of those uh, singing Missy moments which is always welcomed. Because it's so cool and in that Virginia Timberland bag that I don't know that a lot of people can even touch. Him and his his bass, mm-hmm. the way he handled that mix mm-hmm. and kept that knock in there, that's something that I, I, I like I work for all the time. I want my I want everybody to feel that feel that knock whenever they, they listen to my music so I mean Missy Elliott 
hot boys going in in the classic. And that's a wrap. Our 90s hip-hop tier list. Is anything surprising about this to you? Uh, the earlier Billboard list. I think I would like to know more about like what they were calculating <laughs> and how they got to certain numbers. There aren't too many missions. It's just expressions was confusing to me. And then obviously Ghetto Cowboys much later on, which shouldn't have been there to me. I need to know what these numbers like. Where I think it has from? more to do with access. Okay. Like, at what points did hip hop get access to mm. to the charts? Okay. What so, do you think? You think I, I, I can agree with that. I can agree because there's, but again, there's only two that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. Uh, Little Kim popping up at the top is par for the course. With mm-hmm. bad boy stuff, especially towards the end of the '90s, uh, Salt and Pepper being there is par for the course. Again, uh, outspoken um, women are always, I think, going to hit the list at some point. Uh, Coolio with the movie endorsement and amongst others, it just all kind of makes sense. Yeah, it, it it makes sense to me. And um, Ghetto Cowboy being at the being there doesn't make sense to me. Nope. But uh, I don't get it. What's your top one of this, this list? Hot Boys. Okay. I would say my my top one is probably probably Jump. It actually mm, it actually sticks around a little bit more than uh than OPP for me. Hmm. Those little kids could rap. Oh yeah. And I, that was the bar for <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, is, Close us out. Anyway, if you enjoyed this video, why don't you consider giving us a like, subscribing, sharing this with your friends, and debating what were some of your favorite songs uh, throughout the 90s that were left off this list because they weren't at the top of the charts. And we'll see you in the next one. Because we stay in your hearts. A one and a two and a peace. peace.